Hey guys, welcome to the Together for Good podcast, your guide into the real and inspired marriage and life adventure that you never knew was possible. I'm Meredith Osterhouse, the daughter of your hosts, Dan and Melody Griffin. Mom and Dad's teaching, stories, and experiences with lots of laughing mixed in will move you to make your marriage last, all while making a difference in the world around you. Are you ready? Here we go. This is going to be a great episode as we enter into some of the different dynamics that happen in a relationship. And it all starts with me. It all starts with us, with our personality. Yeah. Today we're going to talk about one that's near and dear to our hearts, and it's especially near and dear to your hearts, the director. Yeah, yeah there you go. I tell you what, before we go too far, talking about the director, um, we mentioned on our last podcast about our friends at 1230 Media. And uh, so we, we wanted to make sure that, you know, had a few questions about, okay, so who are these guys and what is it they do and, and why are you telling us about them? Listen, uh, 1230 Media produces the things, most of the time when you go to church, that maybe you don't know where they came from. Mm-hmm. Things like countdowns, mm-hmm. things like some of the uh, openers that you may see. Uh, they do a lot of work with other, other companies that do worship videos and that type of thing. But they have been such an important part of what we've done in starting out with Together for Good podcast that we just wanted to thank them publicly. Uh, So Carl and Katie Barnhill, Shelby Thomas, Steve Dirks, and all of your other folks that are on board, um, you make us... You really have given us a lot of confidence to do what we do. So some of you, maybe you are a pastor or you're a ministry leader and you're needing uh, help on the ministry side as far as video, um, any type of media needs. Uh, Carl and his team, they're fantastic, not just with production. That's where I really want to hone in a, a message for them today. It's not just production. It's on the whole concept, everything that goes into it to make it a reality. They'll help you dream your your vision of what maybe God's put before you to do. And how to communicate the message that that you have on your heart. So Yeah, uh, and it may not even be anything that you need, but at some point someone may ask you, do you know anybody that does this kind of thing? And you say... Yes, we do. Yeah, so check out media. check out their website, 1230.media. Um, and if nothing else, send them a message and say, Dan and Melody said hello. How about that? Okay. Yeah, sounds now, great. Now, okay, now we're talking about directors, Hey, right? would you please direct this podcast? <laughs> Thank you, director. Well, a, a quick overview for those of you who may be just jumping in here. Um, we're really basing this out of something that goes all the way back to a guy named Hippocrates, uh, he believed that different levels of certain fluids in our bodies controlled our personalities. Okay. Nice. So it's a little awkward and a little weird to talk about, but, <laughs> but that's really what he believed. Yeah. Fl- Wait, okay. Yeah. How can we get this weird really fast? Um, we've, we've, he used words like choleric and melancholy and sanguine and phlegmatic, which we've, we've, we've heard they're kind of, yeah. and they're kind of part of, well, yeah. And they're kind of part of our um, everyday language. Mm-hmm. Now it's my mm-hmm. feeling melancholy and that type of thing. True. So, we're using some different words that um, I've borrowed from Tony Alessandra. If you need a great work, his work on personalities is just fantastic. I highly recommend it. But he uses the terms director, thinker, relator, and socializer. And these are all based upon two different continuums. Are you more task-focused or are you more people-focused? Are you more direct or are you more reserved, more measured? And based upon that, we all kind of fall into one of these quadrants. We have, um, I'm going to call a primary, and then we also have a secondary. So for context, um, if you were to put a dot on here for me, I am almost like right there. 
If you were to do a dot for melody, it's somewhere over here. <laughs> for those of you that are listening in, I'm, we're looking at this scale. I'm high socializer and director. I'm very direct, but I split between the task focus and people focused. Melody is super, super people focused. Now she's not overly reserved and measured. She can be pretty direct too, but she she doesn't like the the conflict. Okay, so that's the reason why I'm, I'm going all the way over here. So if there were some phrases you're going to use for each of these temperaments, for a director, you would say, it must be finished. They need it to be over. They need it to come to a conclusion. For the thinker, it must be flawless. They want it to be correct. They want it to be right. For the relator, it must be friendly. They need it to be relational. And for the socializer, it needs to be fun. They need to be seen, appreciated, and noticed. Okay, so... That's a quick overview. Today, we're focused on the director. And here's, here's what we're really wanting to do is not just make sure we understand who the director is and are you a director, but once that's you kind of get a sense of that, how do you as a director best engage with each of the other different temperaments? Because what we've seen so often is when someone identifies themselves on, on this scale, they begin to say, well, that's just who I am. That's huh. the way I roll, right? right? I mean, it's, and it almost becomes an excuse. Mm. And we want to get you out of that. Instead of, this is the way I am, I want to lean into who you are to give you what you need so that I can best serve you well. Our theme verse for this uh, entire study is Ephesians 5 21, submitting yourselves one to another. Because uh, as I do that and I honor my spouse, it's gonna, it's just gonna work better. So, and I would even say, Dan, that there are some blind spots that we all have, 100%. according to whatever our temperament is. Yep. So, me as a relator, I have some blind spots of like, oh, when I do that, you feel. Yep. When I say that, it makes you question um, things that I'm not aware of, maybe, or maybe I am, and I just mm -hmm. need to work on it a little bit. Um, but what are you know what are some blind spots? We're going to talk about that a little bit yep. today about how you can That's love right. the other. Yeah. Temperament. So you can describe me here. I'm going to just put these up, Melody, and you can kind of walk through. What are these different, um, if you will, attributes we see in the director? Right. I would say some of these, uh, and I'll say them out. I'll say them out loud for those of you who are just listening. Um, let me read them first. Um, dominate or dominant, either one. Motivated, achiever, controlling, and demanding. Now, some of those. No some matter, of those are positive. Some I was going to say some of those. Negative. No matter how you spin them, they're not going to be positive. Yeah. But some of these things that maybe even seem negative really have a positive counterpoint, and mm -hmm. it's all in how are you utilizing that gift that God gave yeah. you. Um, it would be really easy for a director to not only dominate a conversation, a socializer can dominate a conversation, mm -hmm. but to dominate that my way is the only way. Not even just that my way is the right way. My way is the only way. There's not any, there, there aren't any other any other ideas. Um, highly motivated. You want to talk about a self-starter. Some people just That's put right. that on their resume because they think it sounds good or looks good. These are self-starters. These right. are people that they have the ideas. Achiever. Well, they, they don't just have the ideas. They have the follow-up to see those ideas happen. And they won't go to bed until they do. Absolutely. Which leads into achiever. Yep. Um, and I would say you as a director, you... You, you achieve just because you want to. It's not that, that you feel like you need to please other people. Mm -hmm. This is a big deal to you. Controlling, again, going back to dominating, yeah. um, that not only is my way the only way or my way is the right way, but I really need to control all the small details. Mm -hmm. I can't kind of let you find your way in some of the things. Mm -hmm. I need to be in all the details, the big and the small. And then demanding. Um, directors demand a lot of themselves. Right. So therefore... 
they demand a lot of those that are around them. And, you read my and, mind. and it really it really can consume a lot of the oxygen in the room if you're not careful as a director. So it, I heard someone one one time say that those who have the director temperament, when they walk in the room, you sense that something's getting ready to happen. <laughs> But it's true, yeah, though. That yeah. powerful personality. They don't even know it. Sometimes. Everybody turns to look to them. Mm-hmm. E.F. Yeah. Hutton. You walk in and it's like, oh, hey. And by the way, there's not a right temperament and a wrong temperament. I think we've said it, but we'll keep reiterating it. It's not a right or a wrong. It's just understanding who we are. And as we elevate in our self-awareness, we can be more effective at taking the positives of our temperament and, and mitigating some of those things that are more negative or Love off-putting. It. So how... Do directors effectively communicate with thinkers? Now, honestly, this is one of my most challenging temperaments to engage with. And a lot of times it's because, um, you know, with a thinker, you know what they want? They want to get it done. They want to get it right. They want to have fun doing it. With a thinker can get really um, focused on um, the the minutiae right? Yeah. The, all of the technical pieces. And I so desperately, maybe this is one of the reasons I have the struggle. I so desperately need thinkers in my life because they protect me oftentimes from myself, mm. right? I'm, you know, ready, fire, aim. <laughs> and it can kind of be a, a mantra for me because it's like, like, let's get something done. But the thinker is the one that's making sure that we're, we're on the right target. Mm-hmm, absolutely. Right? So, and with thinkers, you'll hear words like breath space, mm. Sabbath, your thinkers are going to pause. They're going to take the time to think. But that could literally drive a director crazy. Mm-hmm. Because it's kind of like, I want to finish your sentence. I want to, what have we done here? What, what, what's happening here? What, when? Well, we'll breathe tomorrow. Let's, you know, <laughs> I, 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 breathe when we're dead. Yeah. Well, okay? it's, it, but, but all that said, directors, when you're engaging with thinkers, a couple of things can be really hap- uh, really help with your communication and the relationship even. Number one, allow them time to process. When you just back up and dump information on them, they can't they need some space to be able to process that. So give them that space. They may come to the same conclusion as you. They just don't do it as quickly as you. So allow them that space. Secondly, allow them to disagree. You may be right, director, but do you want to be right or do you want to be happy? <laughs> and sometimes we are so demanding to be right that we miss the part of leading people to come along with us. Mm. So in your marriage, if you've got if you're the director and you've got a thinker as your spouse, you've got to give them the opportunity to push through that so that you can ultimately come to consensus. Because mm. whether you like it or not, there always needs to be consensus before you move forward in a marriage relationship. So, yes, you may be more dominant and you may be more assertive, and that's fine, but you need to make sure you give that thinker some space to be able to process and to disagree. What about the thinker, excuse me, the director with the, um, with the relator? I have a PhD in this one. <laughs> Because Would this you is like to shed some light yeah, yeah, on this, this is this is our space. I, because with Melody uh, being such an off the chart relator, I've just had to learn how to navigate this. Um, I mean, one of Melody's spiritual gifts is sleeping. <laughs> it's 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 just just the reality. To be this chipper takes a lot of rest. Um, but if you're going to work well as a director with a relator. I want to suggest this. First of all, you need to see people first. 
um, I, I can tend to see task first, right? We got to do A, B, C, and D. Boom, 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 boom. And what can happen is you can roll right over people. And with that relator, that that's not just um, that's that's offensive for them. Mm. So you need to be aware of that. The second one, going talking about awareness, is you need to be self aware. And for me, one of the things I've grown most in my self-awareness is my intensity. Directors are can be really, really intense folks, but my intensity level can just be too hot to handle. And I have to take a log off the fire. If I don't, it's going to blow Melody away. She's just not going to be able to hang in there with that. And remember, this isn't about getting something done. This is about having an intimate relationship, having, mm. you know, honoring th- each yeah. other. And by the way, the melody, you know, we talk about attract and then attack. The, one of the things I love so much about melody is we first got to know each other. And began, she's so super chill and so laid back and rolls with the punches and all of that. And you know what can drive me crazy now? That I'm so she's super so, chill. She's so and laid I, back and so roll with the punches. Like, look alive a little. I, I, yeah, you know, and that's just that's just one of the challenges of of relationships, right? Right. So as a director, you got to pull it back. You got to know when you are just being a little too extra. Um, one of my favorite things that we paid. $85 an hour for an hour. We will not either. confirm nor deny how that we know that number. <laughs> now it would either be at least that $100 it's an going, hour. It would be a whole probably. lot more than that now. But That's right. back in the day when we paid 85 an hour, um, I remember them saying, check your RPMs. Mm-hmm. Watch your RPMs. And we were like, Ooh, that's good. So, so be aware. <laughs> Melody was saying that was good. I was saying I hate that. <laughs> mm. I want my money back. Yeah. You know when you feel it going, you know, okay. Okay, well, what do I need to do to be self-aware to take the log off the fire? What does that look well, like? Well, just for think, you? just think about this as well. You know, if you're going to use the RPM analogy with a car, if you're running those RPMs too high, if one one of two things: either you're not being efficient, you're in the wrong gear, or number two, be careful, you're getting ready to blow a gasket. And, and the last thing you need to do is because your intensity is so hot, boom, you have a blowout. It is not as difficult to get there as you might think. Oh my goodness. Yeah. So um, that'll help with the relator. What about the director and the socializer? Now remember, these two cats are similar in the fact that they are both very direct. So you can have some pretty good knockdown drag outs (laughs) with the director and the socializer if you're not careful. So as a director with the socializer, would you laugh a little bit? Everything's not intense. This is not, you know negotiating detente with the Russians. We can we can ease up. You gotta mm. laugh a little bit. And by the way, some of the best laughter you'll ever get will be at your own expense. Mm. Good for you. Be more self deprecating. Good for you. That's something well, that's something that socializes and see this isn't as difficult for me because if you'll remember, I'm almost a split right between the two. Right. So I can this is I'm ambidextrous here. I can go either <laughs> way. But um when I'm in director mode, I've just got to remember, man, don't take yourself so serious. You've got to dial it back on yeah. that regard. And I would say someone who's even more fully director, um, these folks, I have many of them in my life, and I've noticed that these folks, the healthy directors in my life, they try to schedule 
opportunities for themselves and for those around them that are more frivolous. Well, yeah. That but, are more... But just think with me for a second as it relates to the relator. I mean, the socializer. The socializer, they're a party looking for a place to happen. They are always in let's have fun mode. Fun, a, a matter fun of fact, is their highest If, if they priority. can't have fun, they're not going to lose right. interest. Right. So if it ain't fun, why do it? Right. So if you're going to be the director in, in, engaging with the socializer... You can't just say, well, wait a minute. It's, we scheduled fun for 5 o'clock in the afternoon. <laughs> so go ahead and, and don't be afraid to have it impromptu. All right? It's okay. So laugh a little bit. That will really be helpful. Number two, be flexible. Listen, I, I read something great uh, today. I think it was Kerry Newoff in, in his um, his podcast. He talks about you know being, um, what is it, time, time efficiency. Um, managing your time well is a misnomer. I agree with him. Oh, yeah. You've you, said this you, a lot. Well, you can't manage time. There's 168 hours in a week. You can't manage that to be more or less. What I need is more Dan management. <laughs> right? So I'm all for being efficient with your time. But listen, be flexible. If you schedule, I know some people that double and triple book their day. Look at their calendars. It's unbelievable, and they're color-coded um, with multiple things overlapping, scheduled at the same time. You're, I don't know why you're doing that, because it's not real. You're you can't be yourself too. miserable and That's all those right. around you. That's right. Hey, directors, do yourself a favor. Only book solid 80% of your day. This is this is free. Um <laughs> 80% of your day. Why only 80%? Because you are going to have some times that you need to be flexible. And if you haven't scheduled that flexibility in, you're going to find yourself feeling stress. You're going to feel, frankly, grumpy. Is that a good word? That's a really great word. You like that word? <laughs> um, nobody likes a grumpy director. So be flexible. And, and one of the ways is don't overbook yourself. So... Listen, directors, you are so important. Without oh, you, my goodness, yes. without you, frankly, things don't get done. Thank you. And so we we need you, but we need the best you, mm. right? So, and as it as it relates to your marriage, engaging with your spouse, regardless of where they are in the other temperaments, it's really really important. Um, so before we close out today, because we're almost finished, but we, we need to talk about our upcoming marriage summit, and we've got a, another announcement to make yes, with that. Yes, we do. Yeah. So exciting. Look, this is where it's going to be. It's going to be so great, guys. Tell them, Whispering Willows. <laughs> it's a, it's it's a willows great, that whisper. <laughs> it's a bed and breakfast that's here in the Winsboro area, which is just between uh, Columbia and Charlotte. It's a remote Area. You feel like you've it's, gotten far, far away, but you're still it's, close it's enough. It's a perfect spot for what we're wanting to accomplish with our marriage summit. We're able to have true conversation, true connection, and true intimacy with our spouse. So, and fun. Yes, fun. yes, yes, yes. So all of that is already lined up April 24th through 26th. Um, would you send us an email if you're interested? We'll make sure that you're in the first in line to get all of the final details as they're coming together. Because I will tell you, hundreds of people can't come to this. Eventually, <laughs> one day, we, we hope to have an event that hundreds and thousands well, will come to. Well, hundred, hundreds can't or hundreds won't. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. But this one, is, this one we have kept incredibly intimate. That's yes, right. So we have a certain number of couples that can come. Yep. So if this is something that God's kind of wrestling your spirit about, and you're like, I think maybe we're, 
let us know because and, and here, it could fill and, up. Faster. And right now, listen, you're saying, hey, I don't, I don't even know how much this is going to cost. Can you, can you give me a little more details? Listen, if you send us an email, we are together for good at gmail.com. Send us that email and just put Marriage Summit in the title. Need more information. As soon as we have all of those details, we'll have it in your inbox. That way you can have a plan. I really hope you'll prayerfully consider being a part of our, our weekend. Um, oh, my goodness. It's going to be amazing. I'm we're so really excited. For, we're, 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 Is it we, April yet? I can't talk today. No, you can't. But the words you have said have been the so wasco, good. The waskoi wabbit. So you have really made up the times <laughs> you couldn't think of. I'm a fud. <laughs> I kind of feel like I'm a fud over here. He's um, continuing with the analogy, folks. He may do it the rest of the evening. Yeah, yeah. So, hey, um, I hope that as you talk about the different personalities that you work through in your marriages, that you'll understand the things that attracted you to your spouse, they're still there. So just keep going and looking for them. And that way you'll be attracted and stop doing the attacking. Okay. Ooh, good word. Yeah. So good listen, word. until next time, thanks for being with us. Spread the word, uh, pass it along, uh, subscribe on, on your favorite podcast um, app. We, we would love to stay in touch with you on that. So until next time, We hope that you are pursuing a marriage and life that's together for good. So this week's show may be over, but the work has just begun. Be sure to check out the great resources and references mentioned in today's show in the show notes at wearetogetherforgood.com slash podcast. It is also super easy to subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode. Hey, if this podcast has been an encouragement to you and your marriage and life journey, please let the people in your world know. Help us spread the word about the Together for Good adventure by following us on our Facebook and Instagram pages. This would go a long way to help get the word out. Don't forget to check out our website, wearetogetherforgood.com, for free resources, archived podcast episodes, and other ways you can experience a life and marriage that is together for good.